I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. M is for magical. I is for incredible. M is for magnificent. I is for something else. Igloo. Put those together. What does it spell? <laughs> Today's guest is stroke survivor and comedian Mimi Hayes, and we're talking about creativity after a brain injury. Am I not that little beaker Muppet that has the little chef hat on? Beaker. You are kind of beakerish, especially if you do this. <laughs> beaker says, boom, intro done. But beaker does not say that. Beaker says, Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Narrow Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. On, I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Hey, who's that tiny, pacey stranger over there? <laughs> who's that girl? Who's that girl? It's Mimi. It's me, me Hayes. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> so co-hosting with me today is my amazing, my sweet Mimi Hayes here live in studio. It's it's always a treat to have like a live human being here because having all these dead people around. It, oh, no, 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 no. That's yeah, really dark really quickly. <laughs> but it's there's an energy about having like somebody here as opposed to just doing this like via Skype or yeah. not Skype. Squadcast. Skype. Which wow. is what the that neuro feels nerds like a use. million years ago. Isn't it? Like, oh, Joe, you just aged yourself by saying <laughs> Skype and not Zoom. Wow. Well, well suck it, Centennials. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so, what are we going to talk about today, Miss Amazing Mimi Hayes? Oh, I know. We should be talking about creativity post brain injury because you just so happen to be one of the most creative people I have ever mm-hmm. known. On top of that, you're doing something amazing. You're on the verge of getting back somewhere on where you verge. were a year ago, two years. I think it was three. Three. Was it? Th- oh, fucking pandemic, man. Yeah. Where you were three years ago. You just so happened to be overseas doing some amazing things at Fringe. Yeah. What is Fringe for the people that don't know? 
Okay, so I learned this a few years ago. I can't believe I didn't know Was it three years ago? No, well, yes, actually. But I was a theater person as a kid, but I didn't know about this festival. It is the biggest. Were you a theater nerd? Oh, totally. I didn't know that. Yes, you did. I know you were a hockey nerd, you nerd. I didn't know you were a theater nerd. (laughs) Oh, I was both. How? (laughs) I just asked my parents. I was going between rehearsals to hockey games. I was a real champion. (laughs) Anyway, Edinburgh Fringe. So it is the biggest theater festival in the world. It is turning 75 years old this year. Ooh. Yeah. Geriatric friends. <laughs> yes. And essentially it's like, uh, I don't know, like, you know, New York City and how it's like crazy. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's like that on steroids. Mm. During the year, it's like a sleepy, like old folks town, mm-hmm. which I love that in general. But also in the month of August, it becomes a theater festival like nothing you've ever seen before. I'm talking comedy. I'm talking cabaret. I'm Ooh. talking clowns. I'm talking what? kid shows. I'm talking drama. I'm talking musicals. <laughs> la 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 la. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's every single place you walk into is a venue. It's a cornucopia a of talent. Cornucopia. Love the word cornucopia. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah so it's like a cornucopia of not even just theater, art. just arts, art. right? Yes. But like physical art almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's even, there's a friend of yours who is going to be joining you this year. Oh, yeah. A v- very attractive friend of yours. Yes. She's a dancer. She is. And she taps like a motherfucker. <laughs> we can dance if you want to. <laughs> we could leave our friends. Be- no, no, no. But you're not going to leave your friends behind. You're bringing your friend with you. <laughs> taking mine with me. <laughs> and they're going to be doing the safety dance. Yes. Safety dance. By the way, if you know that song, you should know that song. If you don't look it up, there is a dance attached to that song. It's called the safety dance. It's an just, actual dance. I just learned. And it. it's like you're kind of making S's with your hands. That's it. That's the whole safety dance. The end. I, I think I'm going to go to Fringe Edinburgh and just do the safety dance <laughs> for 40 minutes for 30 straight days. Wait, it's 30 days? Oh, yes. It is the entire month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Isn't it exhausting? Yes. Damn. Yes. But it's an, a it's a transformative, amazing experience, correct? Yes. Absolutely. And, and, and it's, it's, it's very exciting. And... We say this because what we need to do is the hashtag that I've started by now, which is hashtag get Mimi to fringe. (gasps) So Mimi is running a a campaign to get Mimi to fringe. She's doing a it's called Kickstarter. She's doing a Kickstarter to help Mimi get to fringe. And it is a tremendous idea because I've seen some of the things that you did at fringe and, and it's spectacular. You know, it's for our community, which is, you know, I think I, my podcast is geared towards brain injury community or nerds out there or people who just love idiots. Hence me, <laughs> um, what you do for our community is just beautiful. The awareness that you spread with your show, with actually being a brain injury survivor, the book that you wrote just spreading the word worldwide is amazing. So if anybody out there wants to help support Mimi and do so, you can by donating to her Kickstarter. And she's a very appreciative, tiny, pasty white woman. Yes. That's that's how I describe you. It's me. Mimi Hayes, tiny, appreciative, pasty white woman. <laughs> right? That is accurate. Yes. So um, I've done Kickstarters before. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I did it was the first time I went to Fringe. Okay. And it it was great. You know, I was really surprised by the just amazing people who supported me. I had people I didn't even know throw, 
you know, money at me. And all of that helps me go to this festival and do basically what's impossible for someone like me, which is to perform for an hour every single day for an entire month. And I'm not just talking like, let me just stand in one place and say a thing. I'm talking, I am an acrobat and I jump around stage and I have crazy characters and nonsense. And I'm also in in between anytime I'm not performing, I am either going to support, help somebody else or I'm jumping around saying, hey, everybody, hi, you know, talking to the people, right. shoving food in my face. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but it's it's an extremely exhausting event for somebody like me. And so I'm actually very grateful that my friends are coming because it'll give me a nice like, hey, I can look at you and be like, hey, I need a safe space right now. Like, or, you know, just not have to really explain myself and I can go and just take a nap in public. And that right. is what I did a lot of the time. Well, what's all what's awesome is too is that you're gonna have your friend there to literally probably carry you to yes, the place she that you're is staying. Six foot two, six six foot. She she's a tall glass of water. She's a tall glass of water. And you are half a shot. <laughs> so that's how I describe the the height differential. You know, because you're gonna be exhausted. I know. So Mimi, you are a character. You are energy. This is why you and I get along. We're we're it's a lot of energy. Like it is, it is exactly how I am here. Is it just how I am all the time? And Mimi is basically the exact same. She isn't going to be sitting there on a stool with a brick background saying, hey, you haven't noticed how she's not doing that stuff. She's actually putting on a tremendous show for an hour for 30 straight days. It's going to be exhausting. It's going to be a tremendous feat. Mm-hmm. And Mimi has not tremendous feet. They're very small. But her very small feet are going to be performing a tremendous feat for herself as well as the community. So definitely, if you can donate to her Kickstarter and contribute, it would be amazing. All the the information and the links are going to be in the show notes. It's it's a great cause. And again, it's not just for an amazing person, an amazing artist, but it's great what she's doing for our community. So I'm I'm really just I'm always fucking proud of you, Mimi. I really am. And one thing I wanted to talk about on this show, aside of the fact that we're trying to hashtag get Mimi to fringe is talking about creativity after brain injury. Mm-hmm. You are a weirdo. We've established this yes. several times over. Mm-hmm. You were a teacher mm-hmm. before pre-brain injury. Stranger. I didn't even know this person was an actual teacher. You taught children that were taller than you because mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a very small person. Once after the brain injury, you're like, oh, yeah, this really isn't for me. So you decided to do something that any sane person would do, right? Went into stand-up comedy, <laughs> which is very weird, but also a very creative thing. It's not like, oh, I'm going to do this thing that has an outline and just fall. Like, you're kind of creating this path for yourself. That's weird. Yeah. Is that... <laughs> did that happen because of the brain injury? Okay, here's <laughs> here's the thing is that my mom likes to say that I got more creative after my brain injury right but i wasn't like creative list you know i didn't have no creativity before thank you to our amazing community on patreon for supporting this podcast you can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which neuro jedi tier you sign up for for example if you're on our neuro padawan five dollar tier then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. 
Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerd. But I do think that I had something to say. What was your outlet before the brain injury? Before you said, I don't want to teach anymore. I want to do this. What was your outlet? Because there had to be something. You Uh, had to vent this creativity somewhere. Oh, I did improv. Okay. I did improv. So you had a little bit of practice. I had, and, And that was before I ever did stand up. I did improv. And that taught me the power in like putting your faith in the unknown mm-hmm. and well, don't worry baby i got the time oh no baby. i was just seeing if it was recording you nerd <laughs> they would have never have known that moment i turned around to look at the computer no, to I'm see if it was still recording you <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert i was checking because there's been a couple of times that lauren and i we've literally we're gone on for like 20 30 minutes yeah. and it's like oh shit it wasn't recording <laughs> so we had to like re- reinvent oh, that don't magic worry. we can reinvent this magic baby any day okay back to what i was saying improv so i I found the beauty in like improv is getting on stage with other people and you don't know what you're going to say until you get on stage. And I'd never done stand up before, mm-hmm. but I had always loved whose line is it anyway. And that was a big thing of mine. And I always done theater and kind of scripted things like that. But I got into college and I was like, you know, this is really cool. And I learned that like you could be totally open and be like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know that person next to me is going to catch me. And they're going to support the hell out of me. So I love that. And I made so many good friends because of that. So that's why I did pre-brain. Right. And then for some reason after the brain, I was like, I got some crazy stuff to say. And I don't need no one to catch me. I'm going to catch myself. Here we go. And I would just talk about catheters and wheelchairs and. Because when I think comedy. I think catheters. I think catheters and wheelchairs. Like top of the list. (laughs) And uh, granted, not that funny, not that great when I started out, but it was it was everybody starts somewhere that I had that nobody else was talking about. You know, you you were at some point in time, you were number one in the world with catheter and wheelchair humor. Oh, my God. You were the standard. (laughs) You were the the Eddie Murphy. You were the Richard Pryor. You were the George Carlin of catheter humor. Oh, I think that's brilliant. I really do. You need an award. Oh, thank you. It would just be like a catheter on a wall. I don't even know if it would be framed. I think it would just be like stuck up there with tape. Oh, my God. So you, you did stand it, which is just bizarre. I still don't understand the processing on how that happened. Have you done a lot of improv after? Yeah. So that was really like the love that I I wanted to keep doing it. And the thing is, after college, everyone grows up and moves away so you have to like find a team right right or take a class you have to find more robin not robin hoods damn it you have to find more jesus <laughs> you have to find more peter pans yeah people who just not that they're children but they just haven't grown out of that you know yes yeah and you find that and so i actually did seek out an improv class in new york city oh okay. upright citizens Citizens Brigade, uh, uh, Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, Amy Poehler. Oh, we should get to her. Can you put a pin in that? Can you can you think about Amy Poehler in about fifteen minutes? I think about Amy Poehler all of the time. <laughs> when I mentioned Mimi Hayes, immediately in the back of my mind, I'm like, God, I love Amy Poehler. You know, I wake okay. up in the morning and I'm like, Great. Hey, Felice, God, I love Amy Poehler. <laughs> That's just it's it's a constant. We got that. <laughs> okay, but I I do have a, I do have we have to talk about her later. So. I Do you ever wish that she married somebody with the last name Bear so she could be Amy Polar Bear? I've never thought about that before. You're welcome. Sorry. Improv? <laughs> <laughs> so I took a UCB class in New York City 
the summer before I became a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I have a job. Okay. I have like a thing in Colorado. I have like a life that I'm going to start because I'm not brain injured and I'm not whatever. This is my but path. Let me, but let me just, let me just, you know, I don't know why I just needed to just try. Let, to let me dip a toe. Dip a toe. Yeah. Dip a toe. Yeah. And uh, I got back from New York and my mom was like, how was it? And I was like, oh my God, it was so fun. And she's like, well, and I was like, yeah, no, I could never live there. <laughs> never live there. It's too crazy. Like me doing comedy. It's for my too whole crazy. Life. And I don't no, have a brain injury. Not at all. And then I lived there for a while. After you had a brain injury, Mimi. While I was. Yeah. You weirdo. It's not like <laughs> you were just straight brained and you're like, I think I'm gonna make this giant leap in culture from Colorado to New York. You had a brain injury. You continue to try to teach. And then you're like, nah, this isn't for me. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get into the thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash theneuronerds to learn more. Use special code THENEUROLERDS when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash theneuronerds to get started. Let me do something that kind of is along the lines of Mimi 2.0. Left Colorado for New York with a brain injury. You moved to the loudest city ever. But let me tell you why. Because you're an insane person. Well, yes. But also, New York is a very creative place. Very. Very. It's the Mecca. And I knew that even though that place scared me, I really wanted to to follow the fear. That's what we say in improv. Follow the fear. So I wanted to follow that. And I wanted to see what would happen if I just indulged in that like fantasy. Like, Mm -hmm. could I be a comedian? Could I do it in a big, crazy city like New York City? And I did. You did. I did it. Uh, let me ask you a question. Without the brain injury, would that have ever been on your radar? No. Why? No. I think I would have just been a teacher. Just I think followed I your path? I would have just, I would just stayed in the status quo because I was shaken from teaching against my will. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a teacher for my whole life. And then I did that. And five days in, my head exploded mm. trying to tell me, stop that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And I could not listen, even though it tried, my body tried to tell me I didn't want to listen. Right. But eventually I found that because I had had this experience, I was more creative than I was before. I had new interests. I had new friends. I had new things to say that I couldn't do in the classroom. I had to do it on a stage. And as far as I was concerned, Denver wasn't going to be the the top of the mountain for me. I was like, if you're going to be real about it, if you're going to get real, do it before you're, it's too late. Right. You know, and I knew about uh, mortality, you know, I was like, I could die any old day now. Any second. (laughs) I came really close. Now, do I want to keep on teaching these dumbass kids? No, no, not dumb. They were just challenging. Okay. Challenging. AKA dumbass kids. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, dumbass kids. You're dumbass adults now, and that's cool. No. No? No, just don't. Just, shh, just <laughs> stop. Okay. But I think I think a lot of people get to this place where they when they start to pursue a creative life, mm-hmm. whether or not you have a brain injury, right? But like you start to see things that you can't unsee. Right. I can't unsee how good it makes me feel to be on a stage and make people laugh. And I'm like, well, I felt that before a little bit in the classroom. Yeah, you know why? Because you're performing, because yeah. you're on a stage. And when you make a laugh, when you like make a laugh, when you make a joke, that's she, my brain. She, she, was, she wasn't an English teacher. <laughs> no, I was a history teacher. <laughs> when you make a joke and your kids even like smile at you, you get I, me. I get like a hit of like, just wow. Right, I'm, the dopamine hits. It's great. And it's because I've always been a performer. Right. I've always been creative. It's just that the brain injury made me more so. And now I had this crazy story that when I would literally tell people just point blank, my head exploded on a blind date. And I thought that was funny. And then I did think, and they're like, excuse me? Like, they, they have to stop and check and make sure that I'm not messing with them. Right, right. And and the power in that story, the way that people started talking to me and, and engaging with me when I told that story versus, yeah, I'm a high school teacher and I'm in Denver and I've always won. People don't care about that. No. I didn't even care about that at that point. No, you said it right now. I fell asleep twice. <laughs> But I think that through my experience, I just had all these things to say. And I also didn't know what to do with it. Like, I was like, I'm just going to, I needed to put it somewhere. Yes. yes. And that was also where I was writing and I was writing this book and I was like, I don't even know who this is for. I don't know what I'm doing, but I need to put this experience somewhere because right. it's trapped in my body and it's making me physically like uncomfortable. Yeah. So if you feel that way, you should probably do something about it. Yeah, have a stroke and that. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We 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 don't <laughs> want to do that. I love that you had outlets, and I love that you're just it's growing. Oh, am I boring you, Mimi Hayes? No. Are we looking at our watch because you're like, when is this going to be I'm over? Keeping us on time, Joe. Oh, that's good. Because I used to be a teacher, and you have to be timely. Oh, uh, hello. I was a shitty student. Obviously, <laughs> I'm here to mess with you. So. <laughs> I, no, I love how you had this thing in you. You had to get it out, right? You got out an improv a little bit. You jumped on stage. You got it out. You wrote a fucking amazing book to get it out. Now you've even expanded on that. You're doing a one woman show. Not just that. You're traveling the earth, the earth, the F at the, the earth. You're traveling the earth sharing this show and you're going to be doing it for an hour a day for 30 straight days at fringe. That's why we're trying to hashtag get Mimi to fringe. With your Kickstarter, donate, please, if you can. If not, share it with all your friends, family, and coworkers, which I just think is beautiful. I just, I, I love it so much because I think we all kind of have that thing. And I think anybody out here listening to this, you have that thing in you. We kind of, some of us go our entire lives and not know what that thing is. There's like a bit of an emptiness. There's a bit of a hurt almost, you know, like a sadness of like, I don't really have that thing. Like you work your nine to five and that, well, I've worked at this office for 50 years and I got my gold watch and now I'm going to retire. But like, they're miserable. They're just not happy. I'm so happy you found something that made you happy, that brought you that joy. Cause I think we all need that outlet, whatever that is. This has turned into my outlet. I didn't know I needed this. You know, I was asked for years for several of my people to be like, Oh, we should do a podcast again. I'm like, eh, whatever you need. I, I didn't know. I didn't have the confidence in me and I didn't have that 
thing before the brain before the brain injury i just followed whatever oh no i'm supposed to be doing this and i should be doing this and i'm not a creative so i don't think i can do that It, it shook this thing that i had in me and now i get it out by being an idiot on my podcast weekly which is cool but it's it's like I think it's that sense of purpose behind that because yeah. you and I can both agree when you do the, the thing, when you do the thing, when you make the podcast, yeah. when you do the show, even if one person comes up to you or message you and says, that meant a lot to me. It's, I've never had someone say what I felt. It, it, it makes me break every time. Oh my goodness. And can I just say, last time I did Fringe, mm-hmm. I had several brain injury survivors and actually probably some of that was due to you because you are a crazy person who knows everybody (laughs) in the world that has ever had anything happen to their head are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support well the neuro nerds are here to help join our hashtag you so rock facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash you so rock to connect with other survivors like you plus read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on joe's blog at joesorocks.com slash you so rock and submit your stories there as well we want to hear them and remember you you so rock (laughs) they actually this this is my brain injury too they had messaged me and i had forgotten about it and they said they were coming to my show I forgot, but they came to my show. They were a brain injury survivor and one of them picked up another one of their brain injury survivor friends, drove to Edinburgh from like Glasgow or something. They were in the UK. They drove, they made, it was an event. Right. Coming to my show was an event and we like took this photo together and it was so beautiful and I was crying and I was like, wait, you, what? And the court, they're like, we've been talking for weeks and I'm like, oh, what? not with it right but it was so special because it was like you know those conversations that you can have by being vulnerable and and getting it out whatever medium that is we know lots of different kinds of artists in this community people who do painting and crafts and you know podcasts and theater and it's all kinds of fun stuff but you have to be like vulnerable enough to like put it out there and then once you do you're just met with like all this purpose and all of this vibes of yeah. other people being it, like I've never had anyone say that before then I related to that what you said that's what it is I, I talk to a lot of people I talk to a lot of it's insane Amy like it's it's I tell people if you looked at my DMs you'd be like god damn your face would melt like at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark yes like the Ark of the Covenant opened up you'd be like oh my gosh <laughs> it, it, it's crazy but so many people need this outlets and they depend on you and I this mm-hmm. is why like I'm so adamant it's like look we have to kind of let this artist free because it, just like so many other things in the community, it's not just for us. Yes, it's for you. I always say, look, it's for you. It has to be. You have to make yourself the priority. You have to be the one. You're doing these things because it makes you feel a certain way. You're sharing this story because you have to get this out to the people, right? You have to get it out of you and out into the ether. There are so many people that need that because they need to know that they're not alone. They need to know that somebody that has something that they're going through did this thing. You know, we're speaking for those who can't speak for themselves. And that's why I share as much as I do on the podcast and try to get as many different kind of, I don't know, thoughts and 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 people and, and stories out there because people need to hear it. And I'm so thankful that you are doing it on so many different levels. Mimi, you do it on stage when you're doing stand up. 
because you're talking about catheters and wheelchairs. <laughs> By the way, that's exclusively what you talk about. No, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing your one woman show worldwide. You've written an incredible book. So like you're just sharing this and I'm, it just makes me so happy as your friend, obviously, because I love everything that you do. But as just a pillar in this community, because that's what you are. Mm. I'm so thankful that you do that because I know the impact that it has on so many people. I'm so thankful for that. And that's why we need to hashtag get Mimi to fringe. That's what we need to do. We need to really like get this. And it's not like, you know, we're going to put you in a suitcase. and We're just going to like get you out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Fringe is its own weird thing. It's indescribable what it is. It's it's a a crazy, amazing event. And I'm so I'm so like, I don't even want to say surprised because I'm never surprised at anything you do because you're just amazing. I'm just surprised anyone can get through fringe. It seems like a fever dream. (laughs) Yeah, there. Yeah. So I would say stimulation wise. How does that work out for you? I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just tell you without my. Actually, oh no, I need to buy, I need to get a new pair. Oh my God. Oh, yours just broke. My, my headphones. Okay, no. I have noise. Hashtag get Mimi headphones. <laughs> I have noise canceling headphones that save my life. I need to wear those when I'm out and moving uh-huh. about in the town because it's very overstimulating to be in a crazy, hectic town or everywhere you go, there's a show and there's people, people, people. And pe- not just people, people are on. People are on. Yeah. And so like that definitely saved me. I had like a really like chill like playlist I had that now I like can't find for the life of me, obviously, but it was just like relaxing and I would play it. That was how I got through because a lot of the times I couldn't just go home. I had to work for I was working for somebody else the first time I did it. Mm. So I was like working and running somebody else's show and then putting on mine and then like, oh, I got to feed myself and oh, I have to like flyer and I have to give people flyers right. and oh I want to go to I want to do things Th- I want to go to a show this isn't a vacation that's a day that's a one single yeah. day what I just described and <laughs> you get home and you just start crying and then you wake up and you're like I have to do that again oh my god <laughs> you're painting the most beautiful picture of this experience <laughs> but this is the reality so the thing is some people would be like well why am I gonna contribute to this kickstarter to get this chick to uh, uh, Scotland Scotland yeah. Ireland? Scotland. Yeah, one of those where they drink a lot. Scotland. <laughs> where they have haggis. Haggis. You know, it, it's it's not that. This is not a glorious vacation. No. This isn't. This is an event. You're going to be doing more work in those 30 days. You're going to be working harder than you have from here until then. I got to tell you, you'll probably be working harder than you have this entire year. Uh, well, that hurts my feelings, but you're right. <laughs> you've been slacking and 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 it, it, it's okay i mean you know and we're gonna get you to I, scotland yes yeah you want to know who's in scotland jamie frazier who the hell is jamie frazier my husband i don't know who that is um is he the colonel no no i hate him and his wee beady eyes and smug look oh you buy my chicken oh that's <laughs> my favorite i hope you guys got that reference that is a good reference. I know Jamie Kennedy is definitely not that guy, but we are going to hashtag get Mimi to fringe. I was going to say get Mimi to Edinburgh. That doesn't roll off the tongue. Not as, not as great as get Mimi to fringe. We, we are. We're going to get Mimi to fringe. I'm just so thankful for everything that you do. We, we, we're we doing the socials. Yes. 
<laughs> you can reach out to Mimi at Mimi and the Brain. Oh, I hardly checked that one, dear. No, we're going to Mimi Hayes. Brain. Mimi brain. Hayes brain. That's what it is. You know, you can uh, uh, attempt to reach out to my tiny ass kicking co-host Lauren at Lauren Almanzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joe Rocks and all the socials. You can reach out to us at the Neuro Nerds. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's good enough for me. <laughs> Dad, how could you hate the Colonel? Because he puts in a he puts an addictive chemical and chicken mixture cray for nightly smart ass. <laughs> so I married an axe murderer. The episode is done. YouTube the trailer. Go outside. There's no more blockbusters. So just buy the movie. I think it might be on Netflix on one of those. It's a must see. Please also hashtag get me to Edinburgh. That's what <gasps> That's we're doing. Great. That's what we're doing here. It's going to happen. I'm so thankful, Mimi. I love you. You are absolutely incredible. And on that amazing Mike Myers impression from So I Married an Axe Murderer, this neuro nerd is out. (laughs) (laughs) It's Edinburgh, not Spain. What is happening? I don't know. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.